Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Masterful Living community call. So this is Angela, and I am here with Elena. Yeah, hello, everybody. It's Elena. Mm-hmm. I'm a Masterful Living tool student, and I will be co-facilitating your call today with Angela. Okay, so let's begin with a prayer. So if possible, where we are, we take a minute to settle and center. So grateful to be joining together here today for the purpose of healing. So grateful that we are willing, so grateful that we're showing up today or listening later with an open mind and an open heart. So grateful for the gifts of spirit, for the gifts of joining and sharing. So grateful we can remember the truth. And we join together holding each other's hand with non-judgment, knowing that we are all teachers to one another. We invite spirit and all the spirit energies to be with us to lift this call to the highest vibration. And we trust in the perfection of how it will unfold. We practice listening to know if it's our turn to share or maybe it's our turn to listen. We allow spirit to work through us and as us for the highest benefit of all. And so it is. Amen. Okay, so we'll go into interactive mode here. So we're going to unmute everybody. And what we can all do, I do it too, is just self-mute. Whenever we're not speaking, it makes the call nice and clean. So here we go, interactive. Okay, so who would like to say hello? Hello, this is Lori from Wyoming. The next right turn. Oh. <laughs> okay, who else do we have on the call? Uh, this is Roslyn, and I'm sorry that was my car. Um, I'm, I have to commute um, to something, and I thought maybe I could listen in and participate, but it sounds like I'm going to have to do something about my um, directional locator here. <laughs> sorry about that. That's okay. Good morning, everyone. This is Alexa. And there we go. Sorry, go ahead, Alexa. I was just saying hi. Hi, everyone.
Good morning, everyone. This is Lori from San Francisco. How are you? <laughs> Who's um, hosting the call? I'm sorry, it just popped on. That's all right. It's Angela here, and I'm with Elena. Amanda. Yeah. You're with who? Elena. I'm from Masterful Living, too, and I'm co-facilitating today with Angela. Hi, Lori. Oh, great. Hi. I didn't hear your name, though. Yeah, Elena. Oh, Elena, nice to meet you. And I've heard Alexa. Yep, hi. Hi, Alexa. Hi, Is there anyone else on the call? Yes, it's Rosalind from her car, and I'm trying to work out all the mechanics. I think I have the locator navigation system shut off, I hope. Well, how will you know where you're from? Hi, Lori. Hi, Rosalind. Rosalind, how will you know where you're going if it's not telling you what to do? <laughs> um, I'll have to use Holy Spirit to help me. There you go. <laughs> Hi, it's Carla from Ascension Pathway. So, Rosalind, I'm not sure if it's possible, but maybe you can just mute your cell phone so you can hear. You could hear your directions, and then when you want to speak, maybe unmute. Yeah, I'll try that. Much. That's a lot going on for me. Um, I, I might know, just I'm get sure. off the call. Okay, or I can mute you, and if but then you wouldn't yeah, be able to. Uh... Just mute me. Okay. If that works. Okay. That would be great. Okay, great. great. Okay, thanks. Okay. All right. Okay. So who would like to get us started today? I would like to. This is Lori from San Francisco. I um, have been... um, I guess, um, well, I, sorry for the delay in what I want to say. My ego's trying to edit it. <laughs> it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm really learning to manage my thoughts in a way that that I um, decide with Holy Spirit. And um, I have... Um, in my calendar, a little pop-up, decide only with God. Make only make your decisions only with God. And there's a passage in A Course in Miracles that teaches us that. And um, this morning I woke up and realized that the best thing for me is to change it up and not fall into um, a routine or a habit thinking that I'm doing the right thing, partnering up with God, because it's so, the universe is like, you know, God is just like so, only love, right? So, but it has to do with me managing my thoughts in a way that I'm only thinking with God, one thought system and I think I'm doing it, and then the next thing you know, 
I notice that I'm in complaint or I notice that and and I so I'm still so in the infant stages of managing my thoughts and to only think with God and and this morning my practice will be um and, and an ongoing practice will be being open, open and curious. Yesterday, I was very tired, long uh, weeks, long hours of work, and I just decided that I would stay at home and just relax. And um, and I noticed there were so many things to do. I have a beautiful new window, but where I live, there's um, in Pacifica, California, watching the ocean waves right now up from a hill, looking down on the ocean, there there could be condensation built up on the cars and on my windows, and there was like um, cloudy drips on my new window, and I looked out, and I and the, my view was a bit obstructed, and I thought, well, one thing today I can do is clean my window. And this morning, I didn't get that done yesterday. And this morning, I woke up, and my window's clean. <laughs> so it's like, there's, there's, um, I was in complaint yesterday because my landlady um it's out of the country, and she usually comes, and it's a new relationship because I just moved in October 1st. So I, I uh, was a bit in complaint yesterday because her son is going to be managing the home and picking up the rent and and um, showing the house because there's two rooms for rent. And, and I was a bit in complaint that my world had been disrupted because he finally got in touch with us after a couple weeks that his mom's been out of the country. And she's not coming back till end of January. And yet, he doesn't really want to show the house. He doesn't really want to be the one who's going to rent the rooms. And he doesn't really want to come here and pick up the rent. And so we get a text from my housemate and I get a text from him yesterday with the bank account and where to deposit our rent. And I thought, oh, I went into complaint and I thought, there they go again trying to leverage us and have us do their work and do their job. And yet this morning when I woke up with this thought about being open to everything that comes to me as a gift, and what Jennifer Hadley teaches us is anything that, and I thought about this yesterday and I didn't practice it. And it's so funny because it makes life so much easier that when anything comes up that triggers us is to stop and pause and and. You know, for me, my, one of my mentors years ago said, close your mouth and breathe through your nose. So that gives you the pause, and, and, to, and it's funny, and a funny little statement and, and thought to, where's the gift? And, and I thought, I'm going to call my bank this morning and ask if I can do a, um, they have, Citibank has what, it's called pop money where you can pay anyone, and I'm sure I could pay someone's steward, you know, pay it and, and not go anywhere and not have her have to come here to collect the rent every month next year when she comes back. And I'm like, how simple is that? And and there's my autonomy where I'm not having the landlady who doesn't live with us come here and, like, bother us. <laughs> and uh, And she's not a bother. I really like this woman, but as a landlady, she's a bother. 
so just get over myself and just like that little, you know, no complaints. And what is the gift? So, so being open for the gift, being open that everything is a gift, even if I feel a little disgruntled at first. Why am I feeling that way is what my inquiry is. So being curious to find out what what is it that God's trying to tell me so I can move forward and what is it that I'm doing that's forwarding me on to eternity. So, and I'm, I'm being less, I noticed that it's not as exhausting anymore to realize that I was being allowing myself to be run by the ego. So that's good news. <laughs> making progress here. So being open and curious, that's that's what I was wondering if you guys have a, a way of checking in with yourself and finding if you're listening to God. Thank you. Hello, this is Alexa. That was great. Thank you for that reminder. Um, I've been noticing a lot lately um, when I do the pause or reminding myself to do that, one of my biggest lessons to currently <laughs> is to remember to take the lesson for myself first. And so stopping and pausing and remembering that no matter what is going on, it is for my good. And I can see it that way because I can change my thoughts and look at that, look at any of it in a way that in some way this is helpful or how can I be helpful in this present, you know, situation um, helps and and to not think that I need to kind of go out and fix things or do things um, that are always required, but first kind of just pause and and like you said, just stop and and ask and realize, okay, what is it that I need to see here? Or if something seems like it's someone's not doing something or they're not forthcoming or they're not doing what I would like them to do, <laughs> for me to really turn it back around and go, where where my where might I be doing this right now? Um, and how can I look at this first and then kind of proceed from there. So thank you for that reminder. This is Sally. Um, uh, thank you, Alexa, and thank you, Lori. Uh, oh, great reminders. I, I love the way, Lori, you started with, I want to organize my thoughts before I speak, and that little giggle that you shared after you realized your ego was editing, that was so cute because I, oh, my gosh, I I often will be in an effort to organize my thoughts. My ego is editing left and right. It, 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 it was a funny image. Thank you for, for the giggle. Um, I have been spending in the morning, uh, my morning meditation time with the St. Francis prayer, which I've learned was written by a monk. He was a St. Franciscan monk. Uh, and... I think it encapsulates everything that the Course teaches and everything that that other spiritual pathways that I've um, embraced also teach. And what I loved that I heard you both say was, how am I practicing these principles in every single way I can in this day? And also not expecting myself to be perfect and, and you know, so really um, giving myself the grace to be in learning mode. I sometimes see myself as a toddler in diapers, but I get back up and I try and I do my best to do better 
you know, the next time that I catch myself being self-centered or when I catch myself being uh, complainy or I get, sometimes I say I catch the ain't it awfuls. And then I have to step back and partner my mind with the mind of God and say, okay, wait, how can I see the gift in this? Or how can I create a gift in this? Because that's where the real work is. How can I create this into being a gift for myself and others? And there's a lot going on for all of us. I call this the whitewater season of, of the year when the level of intensity and the level of distractibility is is quite a lot greater than the rest of the year. And I have a more opportunity to practice stillness. I have more opportunity to actually see the contrast between my inner state of peacefulness and what may be appearing in the world and recognize, oh, I can choose this peacefulness. And I can choose to do whatever it takes to care for myself in order to have that peacefulness. And um, I used to have my wires all crossed and, and backwards. And I would be overextending to serve others, and I would be the martyr, and I would be running myself ragged, and I would be forgetting to eat and, and sleep correctly. And, and then I would wonder why I wasn't living the course. And throughout this year of being together, I've changed so many things. And it's been from listening to you all and doing the homework and reading and rereading and forgiving myself when I haven't done the homework and redoing what needs to be redone and finally doing that Vedanta, that exercise of quiet and complete no busyness for a whole day. That was a shift point for me when I recognized how how important that is to take these mini breaks. I can't do whole days yet. I mean, I, I, not at the moment, but eventually I will again. And for right now, just doing a mini break in an hour and going inside and just emptying everything and just replugging, reconnecting. I guess that's what I want to share this morning is my gratitude for all of you, my gratitude for this process, my gratitude for Jennifer Hadley for all the work that it takes to make this these kinds of programs happen. So with that, I'll listen for a while and jump in if need be. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. So far, again, this is Angela from Ascension Pathway class. I am facilitating, and I'm also joined by... <laughs> Elena. Elena. Uh, yes, Elena from Masterful Living 2. I just reintroduce ourselves because we've had a few more people join if you want to say hi. And uh, otherwise... Mm -hmm. Anyone else who wants to jump in with an update or testimony or a question, be free. Hi, Hi everybody. Just... Oh, 
Sorry, Andron. I just wanted to say good morning. Who was that that just said good morning? Shelly from Oklahoma City. Shelly. And I heard Anon. Good morning, Anon. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I uh I my update is as follows. I joined um I joined AA um and it's been pretty helpful. So so uh so yeah, it's I it's um it's a local I have a fellowship really close by to the house, so it's very useful for me to be able to go in the mornings and go uh, kind of hang out with um, a lot of other people and um, sort of getting me out of isolation mode, um, which has been really, um, it's, it's been nice to sort of be able to uh, have these uh, more uh, kind of clear-minded thinking, I would have to say. Sober, being sober is more like clear-minded clear thinking, I would, I would say. Anand, this is Sally from Ohio. I want to congratulate you, and I want to honor you for taking that step, and I want to thank you for reminding me of how wonderful it is to live a life of right action and clear thinking. I, I am grateful for you. Thank you. Thanks, thanks. Thanks. Anon, this is Lori. I also want to thank you for sharing your decision. You sound so clear about um, being in community rather than isolating and being alone. And that is a big shift for um, for you. And and I wish you all the best and being the gift in all you do. Thanks, Lori. Yeah, I mean, I had to open up my eyes to what was... I've had my ears open for a long time as to what's going on around me, but, you know, just to be part... You know, I have to I have to be part... I live in America, you know, so... Uh, <laughs> I have to... Um, it's, 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 it's funny with the bilingualism. Um, you know, I trying to get get along with everybody, you know, while we're going through all this, I guess, illusionary stuff is, is uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, so you need help, I guess, and I, I need help, I, I, that's what I had, I realized is I need help and I, I, I needed to stop overburdening, uh, the people around me, uh, for that, um, so I sort of have to, um, learn how to, how to how to be uh, in a community again, you know, or maybe for the first time to really be in community um, is uh, is, is something kind of 
I, I've been in community, you know, with my family and stuff for a long time, but, you know, it's, as time goes by, you know, you have to make new community, and it's, um, it's something that, that, um, it's actually kind of funny because I, I remember, like, watching the Flintstones when I was a kid, and they used to go to different, they used to be like the Lions Club and this club and that club, and I've always been pondering that over the years about, you know, what, what, what goes on at the Lions Club, or what, what do these guys do, and, then in my mind, I was like, "Well, you go there and drink and have a good time, and and I don't know, I I don't know what you do at a Lions Club, honestly, because that's probably not what they do." <laughs> but uh, um, anyway, so I'm glad to be part of a group where I'm 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 learning to um, sort of um, apply um, spiritual technique, you know, whatever spirituality I know, and be able to help with that and and. Um, and try to try to listen more and 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 um try to clear out some of my root root problems um so or at least uh um diminish them to whatever degree possible That's a great intention, Anon, and I wish you all the best in fulfilling your desire. It sounds like a divine desire. Um, yeah, it was actually a member of uh, Masterful Living had me, My one of my previous prayer partners sort of pushed me into it, so, you know, I have to thank him for that, and, um, um, you know, I, I thanks for the blessings and everything, and, uh, you know, um, it's just, it's going to be a one, it's a one day at a time type of thing, um, that I'm learning about here. And, um, I think that, that applies to us as well here in Master for Living. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a one day at a time thing for, for me now. You know, a lot of times moment to moment, it has been moment to moment. And, uh, I, I want to, I, I would rather be more at peace through, you know, a sort of meditative practice where I can sit for a longer time in meditation or, or whatever activity I'm doing um, in, in a more relaxed mode. Um, and I think I think I'll get there. Um, I don't think it's going to have to be so frenetic, you know, for forever. I'm hoping that, uh, that things do calm down for me as I... Uh, mature. Hey, this is Angela again. I just want to say my, that it's me facilitating, um, as well as Elena from Masterful Living too. We have people joining in all the time, so just want to let them know who's who's facilitating. So feel free to say hi if you've just joined. 
And thank you, Anand, for your share. And if anyone else has something they'd like to add to give us an update. Well, hi, this is Cheryl from Wyoming. I just joined, so hello, everyone. Hello. Um, Anand, I kind of caught in on the last of your call. Were you talking about meditating? Uh-huh. Oh, I was I talking about meditating? Yeah, yeah, yeah talking I, about I Because I just went and did the one day Vespasana that Jennifer suggested in the book. And that was pretty interesting because I do a lot of meditating myself and I am, I'm a solo mom. I have two boys. It's really hard for me to kind of stop and take a whole time off, but my plans miraculously changed in over this Thanksgiving holiday, and I was able to, um, had a four-hour drive to go check into this hotel uh, without my children, so I set it up from 8 p.m. on Friday to 8 a.m. on Sunday that I would to honor the Vipassana, and I looked it up online about, you know, getting up at 4 a.m. and following the schedules and everything. I found I couldn't sit on my yoga blocks for more than, I tried the first time, two hours, and I just was in pain. So I sat in a chair, but the thoughts that kept coming up was, notice what you notice. And then I always found that I wanted to be distracted by, like, drinking water or, oh, maybe I should have my food break now. (laughs) So it was was interesting for me to be, like, so in tune with just my thoughts. Because usually when I'm meditating, I'm meditating, okay, I'm going to set this aside. I'm walking the dog. I'm going to do this. My kids aren't here. I'm going to sit in the car for 10 five minutes while I'm waiting to pick them up and, you know, do a quick meditation. But it was it was quite interesting. Wow, well congratulations on sitting for so long. Um uh <laughs> I have a fair amount of trouble with that. But uh but I've I yeah, congratulations. That's really uh that's really something. And uh I I wish that you uh are able to continue to do Oh, it kind of sparked in me where I'm like, okay, I don't know when I can do this, but it might just magically appear on my plate again um, to do a three-day or a five-day or a ten-day, like, Vipassana, where you actually go and, you know, stay with the place and, you know, get up and go to the hall and practice with everybody and then go back to your room. But the nice thing about it, though, when you do a schedule like that is that you do have, like, the two-hour blocks of the Vipassana, but then they allow you to, like, go back to your room or, you know, have some free time to move around. So I did take advantage of that during my own Vipassana. But like I said, I the for the two hours that I actually committed to sitting, because I would set my alarm on my phone just to kind of go like that was my bell, you know, okay, that's my bell to go do this because I, like I said, I followed the schedule. But for those two hours, 
that was the hardest time for me to actually stay in focus for those two full hours of each block that they had set out in those time frames. Um, so like I said, my my whole thought process that kept coming up during that time is like, okay, I want to get up and go get some water. Oh, I want to get up and go have my food break. Oh, you know, I didn't want to sit there. So it was really, really hard to sit there. And I think a couple of times I actually even nodded off because I had incredible visions that I can't even explain. But um, it was it was quite an interesting experience. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if that gives you any, you know, insight or anything. I just was just trying to share that because I know Jennifer says we're supposed to share afterwards, and I've been home for a whole week and have not been able to share. So I'm sharing. <laughs> and I'm sharing in person, which I never do on these phone calls. <laughs> I always listen to them afterwards. So that's even cooler yet. <laughs> no, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's really great. Um, it's really something uh, amazing, like, to be able to do and actually um, sit that much and, and, and experience what you're experiencing is something that you uh, probably gained a lot from. So I've, it's, very, very, um, it's, good. it's a very good thing. It is really a, really a good thing. The one thing I've noticed this past week is that I have been in my higher energy and when I'm not in it I miss not being there it's like oh darn I'm not where I want to be right now I'm not in my higher energy I want to reconnect I want to so I I like definitely take that pause and go okay I want to reconnect to that higher energy and it's not like I don't feel like I've been in judgment or anything but there's something that's probably there that I've done I probably have compared something or I probably have done something to put me back down in that lower energy frequency. And I don't like being there anymore. I only like being in this higher energy. Mm. My kids like it too because it's like, sure, whatever you want. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I, I, um, I'm a little more like, okay, so what are your plans now? Okay, so I'm understanding this rather than just being a radical mom and saying, you can't do that. That's not in, that's not feasible. You're only 14. You can't go spend a whole weekend away. (laughs) It's kind of interesting. But yeah, I do definitely notice that my body, my whole mind, or I don't even know how to explain it, just does not like dropping down. I'll probably end up going home, going to bed for till probably nine thirty or ten. Okay, Tammy. Tammy. Two um, or three in the morning. Huh. You know. 
her and mute her. I always wake up at six or seven no matter what. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> well, it's so nice to hear from you, Cheryl. Thanks so much for sharing about your experience. This is Angela and I know it's always very encouraging and motivating, inspiring for others to hear the testimonials from the Vipassana days. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Hello, this is Lori. I wanted to share with you um, something that was really insightful for me this morning during my reading, and that was, this is how close we are to spirit, to really plugging into spirit. Um, The reading uh, from Alan Watson's book, um, The Commentaries for A Course in Miracles, said that we're like AA batteries that are standing close to a nuclear power plant, And all we have to do is take our plug and plug into that power plant and get, receive the power from Holy Spirit that quickly. And it also said that that wasn't as powerful as even thinking about us as a child and reaching for our parents who have the warmth and the love and just reaching out and receiving a hug from the parent as far as getting to be into spirit. And I've just really been inspired this year about the electrical current of, because I, I see the electrical current is when you plug in, um, you know, a lamp and you turn it on, there's the light. And that's how quickly we can turn on spirit, just simply by being willing, by reaching over, and turning on the light, and now the more powerful, you know, that we can just have, just energize ourselves with being plugged in. Um, the reading also mentioned that we're like the sunshine. It said, do you think the sunshine can be duplicated? And then, um, at, at, you know, through meditation and through the willingness, you can actually duplicate the massive amount of sunshine with Spirit. And with the, the duplicating that, it shines out into the world. And um, I've just been really willing to be a light in the world. And I want to reach the Holy Spirit. That's a desire of mine. And um, so any reading that I can do that helps inspire me to just say it's simple. And then when I fail, in what I'm, you know, what I, my desire is when it, when I fail in it, I can just go, oh, all I have to do is plug it in. All I have to do is ask. And I can be the brilliant light 
of the Holy Spirit. It's just really been a very wonderful journey. Lori, I have to agree with you about the currency and the light, and I, I don't know if you can feel it in your body, like that energy charge, but that's what I was trying to explain earlier about the higher energy. It's like when I feel like I'm plugged into that flow, that divine flow, and I'm in harmony with it, and my life is, um, like last night, I got out of the movies with my my boy and his two friends and his mom called me and said, can we go, can you guys go to the middle school because they left their watches, which are phone watches, at, in PE. And um, I said, yeah, sure, we'll go see if there's a basketball or game or something that we can get into the school because, of course, it was like about 8 o'clock at night. And so we drove into the school parking lot. It was all locked up. But Truett, he was one of the boys that was trying to get his watch back um, saw the janitor in the window, the janitor was able to let him in and he was able to go in and get his and his twin sister's watches that they had left in the PE room. And the other janitor had found them. So I, I, it was just like, you know, how perfect timing is that, that you drive into the parking lot and the janitor happens to be working right there in that front part of the window of the school. So, you know, I just love how the energy flows and connects when you're in that higher energy of spirit even into the life of your plan here, even when it's not for you. It's for a child you've got in your car and his mom's asked you to do this. Um, and and that's, it. I, that's the things that I've noticed more and more. Plus, I have, I don't even drink coffee anymore, which is crazy. I don't feel like I need caffeine or coffee for that energy anymore. And with um, yes, Cheryl, that's the, I, that's the willingness. You know, you you were willing. The mother was willing to have ask you, and you were willing to go and look. And then the miracle of the janitor showed up. And Anon, you just just you know, one thing that I'm noticing that we have two things that are in our way is all to the light, and that is our grievances, and um, and our we need to forgive. So if we just keep forgiving ourselves, if we just you know, let go of our grievances and work on those two things and be willing to to move our lives forward just by claiming a desire and then plugging it in, plugging it into the whatever you want, it, the, the, our power source, and um, just keep walking forward with that desire. Um, that's just what I see in Lori too. You know, you you cleaned your window, and then your window was clean in in your home, and uh, you could see that there was a complaint about this collection of monies, and you were willing to find a resolution. And then, so you hooked into the light, and it is just a beautiful um, experience for us to be able to let go, to forgive ourselves, and um, to keep my. my my strength right now is just to go, 
the light is there. Whatever I'm going through, the light is actually there. I just need to reach for it. I just need to ask. And I'm just, I'm just really, Cheryl, I do feel the um, bodily sense when I touch that spirit, when it is, it touches me to the core. I just, I feel it. And it's um, just a new experience for me, but I just keep, I want to let go of all my grievances. And last night I was thinking, I had, I was thinking of Dorothy at the Wizard of Oz. And I think uh, Jennifer mentioned that in this last course, didn't she, last Monday? Something about the Wizard of Oz or her writings, her blogs. I may may have uh, read it in there. But I, my whole past last night, because I'm willing to let go, was all these houses spinning like Dorothy's house spun. And it was um, all the old homes that I've lived in before. And it was just spinning, and then it would fall, and I felt like I was just releasing this um, past and receiving joy from that. So that was a really cool experience because I just keep getting more and more willing to live in the light and to share the light. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Lori, about being more and more willing to live in the light and you know, by living in the light, we're sharing the light because that's what we are. We, you know, we are children of God, and as and you know, we share the benefits with all. So, like you said, when you practice your own forgivenesses and your own grievances um, of letting those go and living in that light more, you're sharing that with everyone. The whole sonship, the whole. You know, and that's exactly what we are to be doing um, as children of God. You know, that's our purpose. And the more and more that we align ourselves with this and the more we allow ourselves to be willing to be in that space and be in that place, it's like we almost tether ourselves to that energy and when we're not at the, we, when we let go of that tether or that tether isn't connected, we we feel, I feel like this isn't right anymore. You know, it's, it's crazy because that's how I feel. I feel like this is not who I am. I want to be back into that who I am. Um, so, and, you know, every day I find myself comparing or this or that or... And I just have to take a moment to, like, go, wait, this is not – and sometimes I'll even question myself, did I just compare that earlier, and is that why I'm having this? So it it is such a learning experience, and it's a continual one because we've been so, I think, just as – as children, like Jennifer always says, you're you're programmed. I mean, you're programmed as a child to go against what you want. You know, your parents always saying you should do this, or your friends, oh, you're that, or you know. So you're so programmed that when we start practicing this and living in this, it's it's that habit, that slippage that is comfortable to us for that moment, but then it doesn't feel right anymore. 
it, it, I can't explain it. I don't know if I'm trying to explain this right, but so I want to go back to what I, I that light again. I, yeah, I guess that's how I'm trying to explain it. Well, you said in your Vipana, like you experience the energy and that when you're out of the energy, you want to go back to it because you've experienced that. Isn't that what you said? Right. Yeah. And so you're just like, no, I don't want this, but you, you know, you've had that experience. What I'm finding is um, if I get hooked, you know, those hooks that we have, we've got, we all have patterned hooks. So like right now, financially, I have a hook and gosh, about once a month with this retirement, once a month, something comes up that hooks me financially, like can we really have what we need and want in this lifetime moving forward? And then I can come up with another worry and a fear. And then all of a sudden, five years later, it's not even related to the uh, retirement thing. And what? It doesn't last as long. I can say this, something, somehow this is coming up for healing, like Jennifer constantly says, that, you know, so thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing this to light and then letting it go, just like a balloon, letting it go and um, getting back to a desire or an intention. And then um, it's really interesting how a couple of hours later after I've been hooked, I'm like, I let that go. That is a miracle. So the more we let go, the the more the miracles show up. That's what I'm interested in. I want to see miracles, and I want to see the brightest light. Oh, I'm passionate Amen. about it. Now. I agree with you on that, sister. Oh my God, do I agree see. with you on that? See the light. <laughs> Be the light. Yeah, I love that. Um, I've been working with different money affirmations lately um, and trying to get through that because, as you know, from being prayer partners, um, that was one of those things that was always a trigger for me, too. And I think it's a trigger for a lot of people, um, the money, because it's... um, yeah, but Cheryl, you gave so it up really nice. quickly, though. You were like, you had that, a breakdown about it, and then you're just like, the next time I hear from you, you're just on fire. I'm so glad I did this. Oh, I get to go to the but then I would fall back down. Then I would fall back down in that hole again, and I would be like, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, there, it's it's that cycle. Um, that That's definitely one of the hardest ones it is for me to work on, but it is one that I'm definitely trying to um, work on, you know, it keeps coming back up over and over. Um, So I am trying to work on that one. Yeah. And it's getting easier and easier, I must say. This is Sally, and I just want to jump in. I've been delighted listening to this conversation and the the feeling um the first thing i wanted to share is i also feel that bodily sense when i'm plugged in and i know the deliciousness of that space where i am more than the little body of me and i have somehow by grace you know connected and aligned my mind with uh 
uh, a higher energy source. And what helps me so often, because the more I do the work and practice, the more I'm aware of myself slipping into fear. And finances is is one thing that's been, I have been more uncomfortable financially than I've ever been in my life in the last uh, nine, ten months. And I've been more, um, you know, financial stuff represents a perceived sense of security. And um, certainly as, you know, animals that, you know, in our archaic selves, we need to eat, we need to have shelter, we need to have survival needs met, and money has come to represent our ability to have those needs met. So it's obvious why it would trigger fear for, for I think, everyone, and and also our worst character flaws, and certainly egos, you know, <laughs> permission to run amok. Um, but I've been able to do more of a dance with the appearance of fear showing up and, and just recognize, okay, all I have to do is breathe into this contraction. It Maybe it was helpful that I did give birth to a daughter and had to go through 40 hours of this process of contraction and expansion. You know, when it's tough and scary and things are really even painful and hard, I do my best to breathe into life with a knowing there is something greater and that something of clarity like Lori's clear window will show up whether it's externally or internally it almost doesn't matter it really doesn't because if I can stay in the consciousness of grace then grace more likely comes and if I hadn't had to do the dance so intensely this year, I don't think I would know, well, like any other dance. If you don't do the steps, you don't really know how to do the dance. So when you were, Cheryl, saying something about do you feel this sense in your body viscerally, the answer for me is absolutely yes, and I'm so grateful for it because I can now know when I am um, aligned and when I'm not, you know, that that words uh, come to me are aligned with the higher Holy Spirit self. If I am aligned, I feel it. If I'm not aligned, I feel it. And and I need lots of reminders. That's why this community is so incredibly treasured, um, because we're all reminding each other through our high notes and our low notes and our um, frenetic experiences and our spaces of calm and, and, and quiet. So I just thank you. I thank you so much. And I've had a couple of specific experiences come to mind about navigating life with my daughter and and finances that, you know, I need to take a look at how I can do a better job of communicating and um, trusting, trusting, trusting. So... Thank you. I'll listen. Oh, no, that was beautiful, Sally. Um, that was truly, truly beautiful. I um, understand that my son is a ski racer, and as a ski racer, I am always challenged by finances because he needs, you know, his program's not inexpensive. He needs three sets of skis 
well, four, because we have to have a three skis, and um, there's all these um, other things that come up, travel and things. And I've, I also have a foundation that I started when my husband passed away for skiing to get children into programs such as these, for parents such as myself, but my child is ineligible for these because it's my board and it's conflict of interest. So, but, so I raise money for families such as mine. And mm. I'm trying to come up with new things like this. And this is one of my newest, um, my favorite newest mantras or affirmations that I've been trying to say. And I'm going to let you guys hear this. I let go of everything I think I know about money and how it works so that I may have an open mind and a open new experience about money and how it works. Yes. So that- Thank you. I would love to see that again on Facebook. Okay, I will paste it on Facebook. But yeah, that's Thank you. Kind of, it's kind of my way of letting go of like what, what we've all been saying is letting go of our our grievances and our, you know, our our and forgiving. But I think when it comes to money, we need to let go of how we've always felt about money and what we've always thought money was and what it always represented to us so that we can have a new experience of money flowing into our lives. Well said. Well said. Well, this is Angela. I'm jumping in because we just have about a minute or two remaining and thanking everyone for their beautiful shares. And, again, trusting everything was perfect on the call. And so, yeah, we'll take this time to recenter. If we can, we place our hand on our heart. And we imagine ourselves fully plugged in, receiving the light the loving energy that spirit is constantly streaming toward us. And we choose to acknowledge that this is, this is the truth of who we are. This is the vibration of who we are. And we're grateful for the journey of getting to these points when we feel the fullness of our true self. Maybe it wouldn't feel as sweet if we didn't feel the opposite. So we just soak it up. And we let our cups be filled, our hearts be filled. So that from the overflow we can, we can give. And for each of us, the prayers that we hold in our hearts, the situations and circumstances that we are calling to be healed in our lives. We hold a space for them now. Mm-hmm. 
And we trust that since we're plugged in, all our prayers have been heard and are answered and are being answered. The solutions are arriving. And we, our job is to be the light only, to know it, to be it, to feel it, to share it. Thank you so much for those who have come and joined today and those who will listen later. We thank Jennifer, our teacher, who who is lighting the way. She's showing us how we can live with an open heart. Just thanking Elena for stepping up today and co-facilitating, listening to her heart's desire. We bless each of us for the rest of the day, the weekend, our family and friends. And so it is. Amen. 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 Well, I'm grateful for sharing with you ladies today and actually being live on the call and not listening. Thank you. Thank you for your shares. (laughs) Beautiful. I just wanted to mention that Sally has written in. You have inspired me, Cheryl. Thank you for sharing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful God is, God is abundant. Don't don't crimp the hose. I was telling a girlfriend, think of a garden hose, and when it gets a bent in it and, and the water doesn't flow, just know that that you are as God created you. Let it flow. Love you guys. Thank you, everyone. Love you guys.